I said I demand a thank you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Newspaper FM. You're listening to the Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. I'm Daniel. As ever, I am joined by Danny. And today, we're going to be discussing a number of topics. We're going to be talking about CM Punk. What a great topic. Is he going to be returning to All Elite Wrestling? We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about John Moxley. John Moxley's first match in New Japan Pro Wrestling has been announced. His first match in All Elite Wrestling has been announced. We'll be talking about the Sami Zayn situation. And as well as that, we will be talking about NXT TakeOver 25, the show that everyone, including myself, seems to have forgotten about. Nobody seems to be talking about this show. We here at Wrestling Newspaper FM will be talking about that show. Danny, how are you doing, mate? Everything good? Everything's really good, mate. Thank you. Yes. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've got a can of Fanta grape, no added sugar in front of me. Have you had one of these, Danny? They're absolutely I am, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. So good. I've not tried one. I've not tried one until a few weeks ago. So these for Fanta grape. That sounds weird. And I had, to, I had to have about six or seven cans before I thought, are these actually good? Um, <laughs> but yeah. They're a very acquired taste, but when once cold, they're absolutely fantastic. So yeah, shout oh, out to Fanta. Right. Yeah, really, really nice. So Danny, we are fresh off the heels of Double or Nothing. Um, Raw and SmackDown have taken place. WWE have replied with some breathtakingly average TV. Um, let's start by talking about Sami Zayn. So, as you have all heard by now, Sami Zayn, what do you want me to say, broke the fourth wall. He mentioned the name AEW on WWE television um, in the segment. He basically said, why didn't you ask me about AEW? Um, Danny, let's just put this to bed. Martin, I'm sure you're listening. Work or shoot, Danny? I think there was knowledge that, that he'd done it. I don't think anyone goes out anymore and shoots from the hip. I think there was certainly a knowledge that he was going to say something like this. Um, I, I don't think I don't think this this has just happened on live TV. Um, they will get they've taken it out apparently in the edit, um, but they know this is going to get air time. This is going to get um, internet time. Um, so I, I honestly think it was. I think he's been told to do it, and I think it's being made to look more like a a shoot, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but then that's just my opinion. We we don't know, do we? Let's be honest. But um, yeah, was it was it really that shocking? I don't, yeah, I, don't I know. know that it was. People are like, oh well, the the, the I've heard two reasons why it's a, uh, a shoot, right? Basically, one of them is. Oh, they took it out of the YouTube video. One, they're going to do that because, it, like you say, it gets people talking. People are like, oh, they took it out of the YouTube video. Maybe it was a shoot. 
And then two, it's not like a big dramatic way of mentioning AEW, but why would WWE want a big dramatic way of mentioning AEW? I do think it was strange how they did it, but they, I think they just wanted to like sort of acknowledge it, but without bringing a lot of attention to it. Um, like I say, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn would be the most unprofessional man in pro wrestling if he went out there and just mentioned AEW's name without permission. I don't think Sami Zayn's like that at all. As I say, although I'm a bit annoyed with WWE at the moment at the state of their product, I think it would be out of order for Sami Zayn to go out there and do that. And he's not going to do that. I don't think he's that sort of person. Um, so I, I, it's, it's a work. It's a work. I'd be shocked. I'd be absolutely shocked. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Sami Zayn will lose to Kurt Hawkins in two minutes clean on Raw next week. Maybe that'll happen, but I'd be very, very surprised. But they did its job, Danny. They got people. Every I woke up Tuesday morning, went on Twitter. The first thing I see, Sami Zayn. There's like news stories, Sami Zayn on Raw. They got people talking about what was... Otherwise, a very it was a poor show. I, I don't know how much you've seen of Raw. Have you watched anything of it? Any YouTube clips? I've watched, I've watched some of the clips. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing was happening on that show. WWE reply. Their their response from Double or Nothing is to make Baron Corbin the number one contender for the Universal Title. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, so, I yeah, don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. I have two perspectives on this. One of them is that I don't think the I don't think that it's Raw or SmackDown matter in the way that they used to. And I know I've said this before. They're there to build pay-per-views and they're there to sell advertising. There's no other function for them, in my opinion. Um WWE know this and this is why I don't think obviously you don't see uh, uh, a SmackDown or a Raw where you go, oh, that 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 whole show was fantastic because the, the, there's no there's just no reason for them to do it. They're using it for what it's meant for for what they perceive it to be. Um, so don't expect them to react to AEW um, by throwing on a fantastic match um, like another AJ versus Seth and say let them go for forty minutes. Not going to happen. Um, if there is a response, it'll be at the next big show. Yeah, they're more likely to respond to low ratings than they are to all elite wrestling. Like you, they got yeah, a really low rating last exactly. week. What did they do when they got that low rating? Oh, we'll bring in the twenty four seven title. Do you know what I mean? Oh, we'll have the wild card rule where people can go from show to show. WWE are going to respond to low ratings. So if you want to see a response from WWE, don't watch the show. It'll 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 do you a lot of yeah. good because it's fucking terrible. Um. Yeah, so I say it's just I'm just I'm just past that stage of even watching Raw SmackDown. I fast forwarded through SmackDown in 22 minutes this morning. Not a lot happening on that show either. Um, it was just mm, I, I don't know. It was nothing important going on. The building to Saudi Mania. Um, I think the big story: the Undertaker is on Raw next Monday. They'll try and get some ratings out of that. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if one of the NF uh, the NBA Finals. Um, might be next Monday. I know the first match is Thursday, so maybe the second match is Monday. I'm not sure. The third match. Um, but yeah, once the NBA is finished, WWE are in the all clear as far as ratings go, um, because there's not obviously the NFL has finished. So yeah, they're in the all clear until what September time. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, Danny, right, I'm, I don't really want to harp on about WWE. They're not really the exciting part of pro wrestling from this week. They're not the thing that really interests us. We will talk, I'm sure, plenty about WWE next week when we preview the Saudi Mania show. Um, but Danny, let's start by talking about AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Their next show on June 29th is Fighter Fest. Um, I don't think it's not, I'm not sure if they've not announced if it's going to be on pay-per-view. Um, I'm sure it'll maybe be on Fight TV. There'll be somewhere where you can watch it, I'm sure. Um, they've got four matches announced for the show. Um, Michael Nakazawa against, I don't know, G. Bailey. I don't even know who that is in a hardcore match. Uh, we've got Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Um, the match here is down for the Elite versus Pack and the Lucha Brothers, which I'm guessing, I don't know, they've not announced if it's been off. I'm guessing it will be off uh, with the Pack situation. But the main match that's been announced, John Moxley versus Joey Janela. I cannot believe, Danny, if you said to me a few months ago that match will be happening, I would have laughed. John Moxley versus Joey Janela. This is going to be absolutely a crazy match. Are you excited for that one, Danny? Yeah, I am. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be a little bit of freedom um, for John Moxley. I think that he, obviously he's very much in WWE. It's very structured in terms of what they can and can't do. I think this is again giving him his freedom to go out and be and be Moxley again, be John Moxley, and to be he's being able to fulfil whatever he believes his character in wrestling to be. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can deliver. I think it's also quite a quite a, a pressured environment for him as well because he's got to prove all these things that he's been saying. And you remember Stone Cold made an example out of him on the podcast um, about stepping up and being brave when they did the WWE um, podcast a few years ago when he was WWE champion. And he kind of said, well, we have to act within the, the, the structure of the company now. It's not like it used to be. This may well be Dean Ambrose going out and proving himself uh, on this stage. I hope it is, but I think there is, um, there is, there is a big pressure on him to perform as well. Don't get me started on that. Austin was out of order for me that night. But, yeah, maybe that is... I don't know. Fuck Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, I didn't really... Sorry, I love Stone Cold, but I did not like that. I think if you're going to do something like that, don't do it in front of the cameras where you can embarrass him and everyone can see. If you really feel like that, just say it to him off air. Do you know what I mean? It it really belittled uh, Dean Ambrose at the time, that promo. I was not a fan of it at all. It was all right for Stone Cold 15 years ago where you could you could go out and sort of like... You had a bit of freedom in what you said. It's not the case now. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's a different world, so I don't really think Stone Cold had the right to say that. But I'll get loads of Stone Cold marks getting upset at me for that one. So I better change the subject. Right. Well, I so, think I think in effect this is this is what he's done. He's been challenged to go out and do something different by Stone Cold. All right, it might have might take a lot longer. I think those words have stuck with him, and I think he said, "Do you know what? I actually can do this." I can I can push the boundaries. I can make things better, and I think this this hopefully is going to be what we're going to see. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think John Moxley had a 
any thought about Stone Cold Steve Austin when he made the decision to get out of WWE. No, um, I don't. I, I also don't think that. But I think his his train of thought to actually get out and to do something different, I see, could have been planted that day. We'll never know, but I hope so, and I hope he lives up to it. Yeah, so so this Fighter Fest show is part of a gaming festival or something. Um, obviously, so this is what end of June. They've got another show, the Fight for the Fallen show, which is two weeks after. So I think th- it, this is not going to be seen as a big show. It's probably yeah. just like a live event sort of show. Hopefully, it streams somewhere. I think it will be as it's John Moxley's first match in AEW. But I think the biggest show is the Fight for the Fallen show a couple of weeks later. So we've got two AEW shows coming up. Um, they should be exciting. It'll give the commentary team more time to work together. And they'll be able to sort maybe some of the cameras out. And it just gives, I don't know, Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes, I don't know, Dean Malenko, whoever's backstage, another chance to work together, putting a show together as we move forward towards TV starting and the all-out pay-per-view at the end of August. Danny, what a day that is going to be. I'm excited for that bank holiday weekend in August already. Yeah. What That's a weekend. Good. We, we need to get some uh, some planning going on there. Let's... Yeah, we do, though. We'll get the whole hotel sorted, I think, pretty soon. Um, so, for people who don't know, by the way, so the Friday night is Rev Pro Summer Sizzler, which is one of Rev Pro's biggest shows of the year. Yeah. They always pull it out of the bag for Summer Sizzler. Um, and they will be even more so with the New Japan talent being over. So the Friday night is Summer Sizzler from Rev Pro. Um, and then the Saturday, we have got New Japan Pro Wrestling Royal Quest at the Copper Box at half past five in the evening. So that's probably around dinner time for you, for you US listeners. So you've got that show. That should be great. Um, New Japan is supposedly treating this as a big deal. Hopefully we get some big matches. And then... I don't know, a couple of hours after that finishes, we have got All Out, um, the sequel to All In. So we've got a great New Japan show and a great AEW show. After that, I'm sure me and Danny will find, what, maybe hopefully a bar to watch it in. I'm sure somewhere we'll be showing it with a lot of wrestling fans in the vicinity. If not, I don't know, I'll have to bring my laptop and maybe hook it up to the TV at the hotel. most of the uh, most of the hotels now they've got the Im- input only to um, to stream whatever's on your laptop onto the television. So uh, if the worst comes to the worst, we I, I, I'll be honest with you. I actually prefer to watch it um, in a hotel where I'm not being bothered by other people talking to me. You know what? It's, you know because I've built up quite a network of friends over the course of a few years going to wrestling. I, I, if I'm going to watch it at a pub or something like that. There's undoubtedly going to be other wrestling fans there, and I would like to have my full concentration on the thing. But we can discuss it at a later point. But yeah, it should be a great weekend. And again, it will be powered by Monster um, for me, just to get through the whole uh, day and then into the night. Yeah, so that is going to be a huge weekend. August is a huge month because obviously the SummerSlam weekend as well, two weeks before. We can't forget WWE. Um, but yeah, so August is going to be a great the- month. There's the ROH New Japan NWA yeah. show over the SummerSlam weekend. So much good stuff coming coming forward to look forward to. Not forgetting Saudi Mania. Mm, Saudi Mania next Friday for everyone. So I just want to talk about at the start of the show, you heard me mention those couple of words. CM Punk. Danny, um, Nick Jackson said over the weekend, he was asked the question, what 
is the likeliness of CM Punk appearing for All Elite Wrestling over the next five to ten years? In ten years' time, will we look back and say CM Punk was in All Elite? And Nick Jackson said he's going to be honest with everyone here. He spoke to Punk and he thinks, if he's in his heart, he thinks that he is done with wrestling. Um, Cody said the door is always open for Punk in All Elite Wrestling as Punk has this special bond with the fans where the fans haven't forgotten about him. Um, Danny, I'd love to see Punk, uh, even if it's just for a couple of matches, you know, in a couple of big matches, it's got to happen. It, Punk's wrestling career can't end with what came putting him through a table. All that bitterness... Um, over in WWE, obviously you've got the whole. I'm guessing a lot, a few people in wrestling aren't happy with him over the Colt Cabana situation. Because I know Colt Cabana is a very popular personality in wrestling, but I'd love to see Punk get. It, imagine him at an all-in, all-out show in Chicago. Um, that'd be great. I think it might take a year or so once he sees how big All Elite Wrestling hopefully is going to be. What are your thoughts on it, Danny? Do you expect to see Punk in AEW down the down the line? I think it's with, with wrestling. You, you never, ever, ever know whether you're being worked or not. Um, by Nick saying these things and Cody following up with what he said, there's every chance that Punk could be at the next event. That's all out, sorry, in Chicago. It's going to be Chicago, isn't it, when, when he returns, so... Or if he returns, um, that could that could very well be geared towards us saying, "Well, he's not going to be there. We know the event's going to sell out again, um, so it's not like they need to put him on there to sell tickets." The only thing for me, if CM Punk comes back, I will love it. It'd be a great moment, but personally, I. Don't really want him back. Um, I'd be glad to see the fucking CM Punk shadow completely gone from wrestling. Um, there was a time when we all thought that he was gonna he was gonna do wonderful things and things were gonna legitimately change because of him. we heard him mention New Japan on WWE TV, Ring of Honor. We've we saw this fantastic promo and some of the most fantastic performances on a mic that maybe the WWE has ever seen, uh, or wrestling in general. And then the way he's acted since leaving WWE has been absolutely shocking. Um, let's see to the point where I'm thinking, well, well, fuck him. He's got obviously no respect for wrestling fans, his fellow performance who he sees seems to have turned upon. He wanted to make a go in, in MMA, and fair enough, he's had a good shot. I don't. I think everyone would wish him well in MMA, myself included. But it's just this attitude that he's come out with over the course of recent years, where he is now looking down on pro wrestling and pro wrestling fans and his, and his colleagues. And I, I really take the Cabana stuff outside of it. Um, I think still think he's a pompous... Um, very egocentric person, which I'm sure you have to be to be a, a performer at that level. You've got to have a certain amount of ego. I would like either to have him back and see have a great reaction or for him to say, I'm officially retired from wrestling. I just want this fucking shadow 
of CM Punk gone from wrestling, one way or another. Uh, I want him in it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to forgive people. Um, I, I agree with you. I was like a big, big, big CM Punk fan. And over the years, it's been a bit like, mm. do you know what I mean? He's shown disrespect to wrestling fans. I think he just lost his love of wrestling. It would be great to see him in AEW. I'd love to see Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. But you see, the, the fans never give in on him. While WWE may have, you know, turned on him, the fans never did. Um, and this is this is what's this is what pisses me off more than anything. Um, he's not when 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 he became come to prominence in WWE, he certainly did smash glass ceilings. He smashed through them. Um, we've been let down as as what I oh fuck it. I'm not even I'm not even going to try to hide the contempt for this anymore. Because I try and put things in in a nice and diplomatic manner. We've been fed a line of shit from WWE for years, where this fucking bodybuilder after bodybuilder comes on and takes the title and takes all the main spots. Then the real wrestling fans, or the the fans who like the kind of wrestling that I like, not real fans, they like a technical as- aspect of the wrestling. You like a little bit more legitimacy in what they want. Our hero was Chris Benoit, and he won the world title. And then he killed his fucking family. And you think, oh, fuck's sake. Out of all of them, why did it have to be him? Why couldn't it be one of these other fucking idiots that's been parading on the top? So we could get over that 2007 goes, and then all of a sudden, Punk starts getting steam. And we've all known him from the indie scene, and we fucking loved him on the indie scene. He gets to a certain point, and he, he is, he's center stage, He's smashing barriers down. And he's our guy. And again, everything happens. He leaves. He shits on wrestling. And he doesn't come back. And he's got no time for wrestling. Well, fuck you. Brian Danielson. Uh, Daniel Bryan. He's caught up with the best in the world. He actually stayed. And he, he, he stayed around. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to have seen him come outside WWE when his contract was up and go and wrestle for New Japan. He didn't want to do that. I've got so much more respect for Daniel Bryan than I have CM Punk. And fuck you, Punk. Well, come back or don't. Make your fucking mind up, dickhead. So, a big CM Punk fan there in Danny. Um... I was a big CM Punk fan. This is why it gets, it gets to you. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I still think it'd be good for everyone, everyone, just to have him come back. I have a few matches. To be honest with you, I want him to come back just to stick it to fucking WWE. If CM Punk came back, uh, Vince McMahon, I could just see the look on his face. But yeah, I would. I'd love to see a Kenny Omega CM Punk. Do you know what I mean? Can you imagine Danny a CM Punk? He'll come back as a babyface. Imagine the heel gimmick. As he's like, oh, do you know what I mean? Because there's obviously truth to it. Of, oh, I hate wrestling fans. Lee, do you know what I mean? Can you imagine how good that gimmick could be of CM yeah. Punk as a heel? It'd be he, amazing. He, uh, CM Punk as a face or a heel will 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 do exceedingly well. Um, you, you can't deny that he's he's very talented. So um, yeah, I just want it done one way or another. I think we'll see him. I think in a year or two. I, th- I think if, obviously, Nick Jackson knows more than me, I think in three years we will have seen CM Punk inside a 
All Elite Wrestling ring. Do you know what I mean? He's been. I know, like, what he made that running with the mask on. Do you know what I mean? He's clearly there's still something there. There's unfinished business for CM Punk in wrestling, and I think we will see him with AEW down the line. Maybe not straight away. Um, have you seen Danny? By the way, the A Night with Cody and the Bucks from Starcast. I haven't, mate. Um, you were talking about it previously. Was it good? Oh, Danny it is one of the most entertaining hours I've watched. It is brilliant. You've got it's must see. I've downloaded. I've, I can email it you if you want. It yeah. is so good, Danny. Oh, right. So they're basically in the ring. They talk about the story of how Tony can't gain their trust. Um, they obviously had the shots at Bailey. Um, they talk about the pack situation. They talk about CM Punk. They talk about everything you could want them to talk about in what seemed like great honesty. And Danny, the best thing about it, and no one said this, but Cody, he's clearly smashed throughout the entire thing. <laughs> he's definitely tipsy. You can just tell. You can just tell. He's like they'll be there for like they'll be like talking about something, and Cody just interrupts and he goes. Whoa, 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 he's like, let's talk about ITV. I'm going to be honest with you guys. WWE's TV, TV deal in the UK, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. We've got ITV. Their TV deal's terrible. And you can just see Nick Jackson looking at Matt like, oh, my God, as if he just said that. <laughs> he literally, some of the stuff that, he, that they're saying, Cody is just basically burying WWE. It is honestly... It, that is the most entertaining hour of TV I've watched in a long time. You've got people listening. Go out there and see it. It is just brilliant. Like, literally, I can't speak highly enough about it. You need to see this. I'd love to have been there live. Love to have been there live. Like, when I was watching, I thought, for sake. Well, I went to WrestleMania weekend and I could have been there for this. Um, but, yeah. So that's, a, that's all I got from you all weekend. We should be here. We should be there. We should be there at the all or nothing. No, but it's true. Like I, w- I know, like WrestleMania. Can't WrestleMania. Do I know, but like I was much more invested in some of this stuff than. Re- to be honest with you, I've said this for months. I think this all elite wrestling thing. It's going to change how us traveling wrestling fans do wrestling. I don't think it's going to be. Oh, we go to WrestleMania every year, and that's it. I think there's going to be decisions to be made over what stuff to do. Like, I'm not being funny. Being cold in New York at the start, end of March, start of April, or being in Vegas, do you know what I mean? At the end of May, in the sun, at like, do you know what I mean? Just what seemed like a great weekend is much more appealing for me. Um, Obviously, I think think as well, something we haven't really spoke of at the first show, um, at the MGM Grand, the one of the biggest arenas in the world to run outside of Madison Square Garden. It's the fight capital of the world. Boxing and MMA have done very well there traditionally, and it's a great venue. It's a great venue to be partnered with and attached to as well. Um, so yeah, I I think Vegas and the sun. Well, Vegas any time of year is it, it, it's going to be, you know, it, it's going to be pleasant, isn't it? And the tourism is already set up there. Whereas if you go into somewhere like Minnesota, which has been talked about, you think, oh, well, I could go to Minnesota or I could go to Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say Danny in this uh, in, in that, an evening with Cody in the box or whatever. 
um, they do actually say that Double or Nothing is going to be a yearly event. Okay. And obviously, so they say that Double or Nothing and All Out are going to be their yearly, do you know what I mean, traditional pay-per-views. They might have another pay-per-view, maybe a Mania-esque pay-per-view, but hmm. Double or Nothing is going to be a yearly pay-per-view. So they're going to be having it in Vegas every year, I'd say, because obviously with the Double or Nothing, the whole gambling aspect of it, it wouldn't make sense, I don't think, to take it anywhere else. Um, yeah. This will always be fond for them. They will always, do you know what I mean? Like All In's like a, a fond event they look back on. Double or Nothing's going to be like that. So I would definitely love to go to a Double or Nothing. I've been to Vegas before, but that was after I'd been to WrestleMania 31. It wasn't busy. I was sort of on the come down from WrestleMania where you just, you've done what you wanted to see. You're ready to go home. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious to go back for a wrestling weekend. So yeah, I think that's going to change in, I don't know, like, I, you go to Raw, you go to SmackDown. Yeah, it's fine. But it's like, I don't know. I'm ready for something different in terms of that. I would say I'd, I would consider going to All Out if we weren't at the New Japan show for yeah. like the weekend. I would some I would have looked at like you say if you can get flights for three or four hundred pound. Um, it's something I'd have looked at. Maybe not to make a holiday out of it, but just to go for the actual show, say three or four days. That is something I would have considered. But obviously, I'm not going to fly to the other side of the world when we've got a New Japan show right here. Um, so, yeah, so now you've listened to our travel plans. Um, we'll talk about New Japan. Talk about New Japan. So, Juice Robinson versus the Death Rider. Not the Night Rider, Danny. The Death Rider. <laughs> Juice Robinson versus John Moxley has been confirmed for the best of the Super, ju- ju- juniors. Super Juniors finale next Wednesday at Sumo Hall. Um, this match, I listened to Juice Robinson and he was cutting a promo on commentary saying, I'm not, I'm not the same guy that you knew back in that other place. I've changed. So the, they're going with that story. Juice versus John Moxley, I think will be a really good match. I think they should put the belt on John Moxley, the US Championship. Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Is it going to be a title match? Uh, yeah. It is fantastic. fantastic. That adds a, a certain dimension to it as well. Um, the fact that he could come in, and I think that right, there's no disrespect because I really like Juice Robinson. Um, but I don't think he's the type of person that can hold the, that championship belt, needs a certain level of prestige. Kenny Omega did a fantastic job with it. Um, and then since then, it hasn't been held in the highest regard, so. I'd like to see somebody come in and actually really give it a little bit more impetus and take that belt up in everyone's estimation, defend it. Maybe they can defend it in, um, you know, different organisations. So, I'd, I, I don't know, I'd like, him to, I'd like to see him do something with it. So, if, that, if that's John Moxley, that would be great. If not, I do like Juice Robinson. I just don't think he's able, able to to uh, bring bring a championship belt up with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I love Juice Robinson. I think he's he's cooled down a little bit, but I think it's more the booking of this US championship more so than the peak person that's held it. It's always been like a secondary thing. Even when Jericho held it, obviously he was only on like, what, two shows or something. Mm. I don't think that helped for the belt, obviously, but I'd put the, put the belt on Moxley. I don't think he's going to be losing to Juice Robinson. Um... 
Put the belt on Moxley. And I tell you what, Danny, we've heard about the bad ticket sales for the opening night of the G1. If they can get John Moxley on that show in Dallas, yeah. ticket sales yeah. will shoot up. So, I agree, mate. I agree. Sorry, I was just having a big drink then. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that, definitely. Yeah, so I definitely have Moxley win the belt. Next week's card is Wednesday. I think it's uh, early morning UK time. So you've got Juice Robinson versus John Moxley, um, Tanahashi versus Jay White, um, and then obviously the winner of the A block, winner of the B block for the best of the Super Juniors. Danny, you've not watched anything of the best of the Super Juniors, have you? No, no, I haven't, um, oh. which is a big shame for me, but. Um... We've, there's more pressing issues for me at the moment. Danny, find an hour. An hour. All I want is an hour. Because last Thursday show... I do, I do I do, want to watch it, and I, do, and I will get around to some of it. But we've just, I've just had more pressing things on at the moment, mate. Yeah, well, last Thursday show from Corican. People listening, you need to go and see this double main event. Osprey versus Bandido, followed by Dragon Lee versus Shingo. What? Ugh. It was just... Uh, I, I don't know. It was just an amazing, amazing double-made event. The Osprey-Bandido match. Everyone knows the exact sort of match that Osprey versus Bandido is going to get. Yeah? Danny, yeah, you, you've not seen the match, and I'm sure you can guess what that match is going to basically entail. Yeah? So the yeah, crowd... Uh- I think with with the the opposite matches, Shingo, you've got a nice variation of matches that can that can be enjo- both can be enjoyed, but completely in completely different context. Yeah, so it's like what? So the crowd are going ape shit for this Osprey Bandido match. Yeah, it's the ninth match on the show at Corrick, and the ninth match they're going ape shit for Osprey Bandido. And when Dragon Lee Shingo starts, I thought, oh, they're going to really, really struggle here. The crowd yeah. are going to be tired. None of that. None of that. The best crowd in the world at Corican. They were hotter for the Dragon Lee Shingo match than they were the Osprey Bandido match. I was like, wow, they're going crazy. The Osprey Bandido match, I was like, oh, my God, that is an amazing match. Match of the tournament. Well, it was until this because Dragon Lee versus Shingo is a classic match. I absolutely loved it. Match of the tournament for me. Um, I know people have said Shingo against Show was match of the tournament. Dragon Lee Shingo, match of the tournament. So definitely, if you just can find an hour of your time, anyone out there, go and watch the double main event from, I believe, day eight of the best of the Super Juniors. It is fantastic. Uh, another shout out to Rocky Romero versus ELP. Yeah. Wow, Rocky Romero is the MVP of this tournament. Him and Osprey have been absolutely killing it. ELP, a shout out to him as well. He is he's one of the hottest heels in New Japan at the moment. In in two short weeks, he has gone from being just a spot guy to hated. He is hated by that crowd. It is fantastic to see. Um, I'll just quickly talk about the leaders. So Block A, the leaders, uh, Shingo on 14 points. Ishimori on 12 and Dragon Lee on 10. Um, I think at the start we said, Danny, that Shingo would probably win that block and be in the final. Um, he's still undefeated, 7-0. to zero. And block B is a little bit more open. Uh, the leaders, ELP on 10 points, Will Ospreay on 10 points, 
Taguchi on 10 points and Robbie Eagles on 10 points. So there's four of them there on 10 points. Yeah, uh, they um, very, very kind of shot the Taguchi's there. I know we we spoke about him, you know, uh, when we when we did the preview, and also um, quite shocked to see Robbie Eagles in the um, st- still in the top spot. So it makes for an interesting tournament, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the start, we were saying, you said ELP, I said Will Osprey to win the B block. Honestly, I think you could easily do ELP. I re- At the start, I was like, mm, ELP, is he going to be that over? He has been fantastic in this. Yeah. At the same time, Osprey, I, th- I think I'd go, I would have gone with Osprey at the start, but I think you go with ELP. I think you go with ELP versus Shingo in the final, but at the same time, I'd love to see an Osprey-Shingo match. So, um, we will see next Wednesday on that great show coming up. What a fucking hell, what a five-day spell that is, Danny. On the Wednesday, we've got the best of the Super Juniors finale. Friday, Saudi Mania. And Sunday, we have got Dominion. Yeah. What five days that is. It's a good, um, a good few months of wrestling coming up, actually, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, really, really. We've been saying that for ages. There's always something. Um, flipping yeah. builders drilling. Honestly, my house is shaking, Danny. Uh, <laughs> I no, but that I, work outside. I think. Um, I think this is this summer is looking really, really good. I can't. Don't think I can remember if I've actually looked forward to a summer of wrestling. Um, I'm putting in that context, but. Every week, every month, there just seems to be big show after big show after big show. So I'm really looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong, I won't spend any of my summer outside. I'll be all sat in and watching wrestling. But yeah, it's uh, it's looking good. Well, Danny, we spoke about June. We've got the Fight Fest, Saudi Mania, Dominion, Best of the Super Juniors finale. Um, August, we've got SummerSlam and Ring of Honor one weekend. New Japan and All Elite All Out on the same weekend. So that's August. June, yeah. So you were talking about the summer then. And I thought, oh, I don't know, there's not a lot else maybe in July. We've got the G1. <laughs> the yeah. G1 starts July the 6th. We've got the G1 and squeezed in between the G1, Danny, quietly that nobody's talking about. We have got on the same weekend, we have got an all elite wrestling pay per view on the Saturday night and a mm-hmm. WWE pay per view on the Sunday night. So this wrestling war that seems to have been started is going to pick up even more momentum. Because if AEW kill it on the Saturday, it's, you know what Twitter's going to be like on that Sunday. Um, but yeah, so I think it may be Extreme Rules on the Sunday and Fight for the Fallen on the Saturday. So flipping it, what a summer we've got. What a summer we have got. And usually the down period for wrestling is October, November time. But there's not going to be any of that because the WWE are on Fox and All Elite Wrestling on TNT. So, great times ahead. So, Danny, we've basically talked about everything that I wanted to talk about with New Japan, with All Elite Wrestling. Um, We'll just finish by talking about the show that nobody seems to be talking about. NXT 25. It's a bit of a strange one as well. Why nobody's talking about it? Because, uh, all right, um, not so... I'm not so impressed with the teams cho- was chosen for the NXT Tag Team Championship for a but I'm looking up and down the card, and I'm I'm actually really really now looking forward to the show because 
there is some fantastic matches uh, coming up here. Which one are you looking forward to the most? Matt Riddle, Roderick Strong. That stands yeah. out a million miles away for me. I think Matt Riddle. Matt, see, I'm not. I'm not really a big NXT guy. I like the takeovers, but the TV is not really something I watch. Um, but Matt Riddle, if I was likely to watch the TV, it'd be for him. The guy is a star. Roderick Strong, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, this is just going to be a great match if given time. Really looking forward to that one. What about yourself, Danny? Yeah, that is going to be a fantastic match. But there's also going to be a fantastic match in Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Um, you know, for the for the NXT Championship, I've always said over the course of of this, I don't like, I don't particularly like scramble matches. I don't like three way matches. I don't like fatal four. I just like a one on one or a two on two match. Yeah. And this is a card that, with the exception of the tag team title match, is Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Not another one of my favorites, Shayna Baszler versus I. Io Shirai, uh, I never quite say her name. We saw her at Worlds Collide um, when we were over at, at, at Mania. Oh, yeah. And um, another one that every time I've seen it impresses me. I probably haven't seen her as much as she deserves. So, um, But again, looking forward to that match for the Women's Championship, the North American Championship match. One of my favourites from the original NXT, Tyler Breeze, Prince Pretty. Um, taking on Velveteen Dream. I hope he gets, because he's just been treated as a comedy act since he's been on the main roster, so I'm hoping that he gets some time. And then, as you said, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong, as well as the tag team title match. But these are all, like, just straight-up matches. Um, no fuck arsing about with different people and bringing them in. Just straight-up matches that we want to see. One-on-one, let's go for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, this might just be what we need, Danny, after watching Liverpool potentially win the Champions League. Why do you always have to bring them? <laughs> just leave them. Don't mention them. Treat uh, them with disdain. Like we say, Danny, we're not bothered. They didn't win the Premier League. If they want to win the Mickey Mouse Champions League, then they they're, oh, every credit to them. Every credit to them. Like we said on the way to Wolverhampton, as long as they don't win the Premier League, I'm not really fussed if they win the Champions League. Don't like you said. Don't get me wrong. If I'd sooner him not win, but if they do, whatever. Who cares? Anyway, the Champions yes. League is the poor man's into Toto Cup. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's the poor man's Europa League as well. Not everyone's privileged enough to have you know, a final in you know- Baku. So, yeah, so the card, Danny. Now, there's a match that stands out for me. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai, right? I think it's time, Danny. It is time. Put the belt on Io Shirai. Give her a run with it. Get Shayna Baszler on the main roster. Becky Lynch has lost so much momentum since WrestleMania, feuding with Lacey Evans. Do you know what I mean? Get her in there. Get Shayna versus Becky Lynch. That is, do you know what I mean? That is a proper feud. Shayna Baszler is a believable character. Get her on the main roster. I want to see a Shayna Baszler-Becky Lynch feud over the course of the next few months. Do you know what I mean? Shayna can, like, step up, talk, defend Ronda, whatever. Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch is the way to go, and I think that's what's going to happen. Io is going to win the title. I think that's a really good idea, Dan, to be honest with you. Uh, as I say, she is a legit... Tough person, um, Shayna Baszler. Um, 
she could, they could make a really big match feel, like a proper grudge match feel, if they were able to and if they wanted to. I hope that's that happens. Shane the Bays, they're just coming out and tearing her apart um, as a surprise on a particular show, maybe after the, the next title defence, just to absolutely tear and lynch apart. And then you'll see the uh, see see the build up over the course of the next couple of weeks. Absolutely fantastic if that was to happen. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Do you know what I mean? Like Becky Lynch, she doesn't. I can't really think of anyone else. She can obviously feud with Bailey, Charlotte. We've seen that too much. Lacey Evans will be done with probably in the next few weeks. So they need someone. Shane is not getting any younger. Is she? She needs to be on this main roster. She's a great character. And I think also what, what can play into it is obviously she's drawn the strand as well um, in real life. So, you know, you, you can certainly work that something into it with that as well. Yeah, definitely. So I'd definitely be doing that. Um, obviously, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, they had this classic. Apparently, it was a classic match at NXT TakeOver New York. I was there live. It was a good match. It, it, it was a good match. I'll leave it yeah, at it was that. Yeah, yeah, um, the last 10 minutes were good. Uh, the first 20 minutes weren't exactly heroic. But yeah, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. I'm looking forward to this as a one-on-one match. WWE can't book a two out of three falls match to save their life. It's just like, well, let's get rid of the first two falls. So what's the point in doing it? So I'm glad they're having a one-on-one match. I think this could be a great match. Um, can't see them taking the belt off Gargano at this early stage. However, I could be wrong. Maybe you'll have Adam Cole win this title and the Undisputed Era win the tag titles and they'll end the show with all the belts. I don't know. But... Do you know do you know what's refreshing for me as a viewer with NXT? And I always find this. It's just enough. It's a five-match card usually. And you're in, you're out. It doesn't seem like you've... You know, like some of these five-hour shows, or even... Even um, Double or Nothing was a great show, but felt like it went on for too long. With NXT takeovers, you're in and you're out to a great degree, and I, I think it's a perfect. The pe- it's the easiest pay per view format to watch for me. Yeah, you staying up, Danny? Saturday it starts at twelve, so it'd be done for about quarter past two, half two. Yeah, that that that, that should be the yeah. I, I should be able to do that, uh, despite my age and decrepitness. Yeah, so we, we will probably be back to do maybe a recap show next week. Um, oh, we'll probably just mention it on the wrestling newspaper next week. We'll probably do a preview of Saudi Mania, so we could probably recap this show on the preview for Saudi Mania. So, Danny, um, is there anything else left to talk about from the wrestling world? I think we've pretty much gone through everything. We have. We've had the COVID. Um, I've... Yeah, I'm, I'm all good, I'm all caught up now, and hopefully everybody else is too. Yeah, definitely. So that's all the wrestling news you need to you need to know, really. We've gone through as much as we can. Um, we've told you about the shows upcoming that you need to watch. So yeah, that's it from us. Um, make sure you check out Martin's review of Double or Nothing. Uh, myself and Danny also did a review of Double or Nothing, so check that out. Um, yes, yeah, so three episodes this week. I hope you've all enjoyed them. I hope you're enjoying the shows we're putting out from the Wrestling Newspaper FM. We're going to be continuing to put out shows as the summer continues and what an exciting summer it is. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. Um, is there anything you want to plug, Danny? Um, no, just wish everyone a happy Friday and a great weekend. 
Yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. Come on, you Spurs.